Good evening, I'm Michelle Rehill. I am the chairperson of the Northboro Library Trustees. And I will now read the governor's advisory uh, regarding open meetings. This open meeting of the Library Board of Trustees is being conducted remotely pursuant to chapter two of the acts of 2022, an act relative to extending certain COVID-19 measures adopted during the state of emergency signed into law on March 29, 2023. All of the members of the Library Board of Trustees are allowed and encouraged to participate remotely. The Act allows the Library Board of Trustees to meet entirely remotely so long as reasonable public access is afforded so that the public can follow along with the deliberations of the meeting. The public is encouraged to follow along using the posted agenda unless the chair notes otherwise. Members of the public who wish to view the live stream of this meeting may do so by going to Northboro Remote Meetings on YouTube via the link listed on the agenda. Ensuring public access does not ensure public participation unless such participation is required by law. This meeting will not feature public comment. Members, I will now conduct the attendance. When I call your name, please respond in the affirmative. Uh, Brittany Burns. Brittany Burns here. Thank you. Mitch Cohen. Mitch Cohen, aye. Pat Fonts. Pat Fonts here. Jim Hogan is not present at this time. Uh, Jocelyn McKelleny. Jocelyn McKelleny here. Beth Samus is not here at this time. Right. Richard Tucker. Oh, you're uh, muted, Richard. Richard Tucker here. Thank you. I'm Michelle Wehill M here. Um, also present tonight, Library Director Jen Bruno. And that brings us into the um, introduction and welcome of the Friends of the Library President. We also have joining us tonight, Desiree Powell. Welcome, Desiree. We're happy that you could join us. Thank you. And I think through that, you found out who everybody else is on the board. We do have two board members who are not present this evening. Um, yeah, it's very nice to be able to put a name or a name and a face together. Um, I know that Mitch and I have done some volunteer events together, um, but I don't think I've ever met uh, others that are present tonight. Um, thank you very much for having me here. Uh, this is the my third year with the friends uh and i'm kind of jumping into it and getting my feet wet and uh figuring everything out as we go and i hope that with our mutual interest in the library that we'll be able to do some good work together as do we um are there any things in particular that you want us to know about uh the friends what you're going to be doing with the friends what the friends will be doing <laughs> other, so other than big book sales other than book, big book sales. We actually had a brainstorming session at our last meeting. And I think a big push this year is for us to get organized and updated and really try to increase our visibility um, as an organization that people can be members of, can um, interact with. Uh, you know, last year I was often met at some uh, events where I was told that a patron was a friends member because they had a library card. So, you know, we're trying to increase that. No, we are a separate organization. And yes, you can become involved. 
So we've got a lot of things that we're putting towards streamlining membership, you know, making things easier for people to interact with us electronically rather than on paper. Um, and then trying to uh, brainstorm some events that uh, we can do as not necessarily as a fundraiser per se, but that we can be out there as the friends of the library. Notably, later this year, I believe our fundraising is going to hit a major milestone, um, having sold about a quarter million books since the renovation. So uh, we are trying to put together a milestone event at some point over the summer, I think, uh, where we can really bring about the idea that it's the donors who bring in the books, the volunteers who haul the books, and all the patrons who buy the books that really keep the engine going. Um, and our actual, our first meeting with that uh, milestone is later, or to plan that event is later this month. Uh, so I think that's the most major thing for this year, but I'm sure some other things will develop. Excellent. Thank you. Mm -hmm. All right. Does anyone have any questions for Desiree? If not, we'll be moving on with the rest of the meeting. Desiree, you're welcome to stay in with us during the meeting if you would like. Um, but if you would rather leave, we'll understand. Sure. One day. I'd love I'd love to hang out and see one of these. This would be great. Ah, okay. <laughs> All righty. Then the next item on the agenda is the approval of the minutes of the January 9th, 2024 meeting. You all have should have those, right? We sent it to them to everyone. Does anyone have any questions about those? So you look for the January 9th? January 9th, 2024. I'll make a motion to approve those meeting minutes as presented. Thank you, Mitch. Do I have a second? Second. Was that you, Pat? Sorry. Yes. Thank you. All right, roll call all those in favor of accepting the minutes for January 9th, 2024, as presented. Brittany? Brittany Burns, aye. Mitch, Mitch Cohen, aye. Pat? Aye. Thank you. Jocelyn? Jocelyn McKelleny, aye. Richard? Richard Tucker, aye. And Misha Wehill, aye, also. Motion carries in the affirmative unanimously. All righty. I have a quick question, uh, Michelle or Jen. Uh, Jen, your email with the January me meeting minutes also contained the December meeting minutes. I don't remember. Did we not do them last month or? We um, accidentally did not send them out last month, the December ones. So yeah. we were going to include them this month and neglected to put them on the agenda okay. so we were going when we got to the any other business that may legally come before the board we're gotcha. going to backtrack and say oh right any other business oh yes can we approve the minutes of the december 12th meeting sounds like a plan so official according to this agenda we will move on to the fy 2024 appropriations report I just have one comment if if nobody has any other questions first. Um, I don't know how closely you track these from month to month, but you would notice that there was a big jump in the non-print uh, budget line item from what was listed last month. That is, and 
a subsequent and equal amount uh, put back into the print budget. That's because we had something that was um, our overdrive expenses. So those are electronic books and they were being recorded as print uh, mm -hmm. books. So it looked like we weren't spending any of our non-print money and it looked like we almost had no print money left and we went and found that and corrected it. So um, really the only adjustment that was made. Um, and now that brings both line items to numbers that we're comfortable with, given what's left in the year. <laughs> All right, thank you. And if nobody else has any questions or comments about that, we can move on to the library director's report. Any questions for me? There were two things that are not specifically in my report that had been mentioned in previous reports um, that I do have small updates on. Um, so I thought I would give them to you here. Um, one is the parking lot light that was um, knocked over uh, by a bus in the parking lot a few months ago. The part is on order uh, they're trying to find a pole that matches as closely as they can to the other poles, but they can't get the exact pole. <laughs> so it's yeah. taking a little bit longer than we would have liked, but that should be um, replaced in the next few weeks. And um, I've been working with um, Dana from the Northboro Cable Access um, and a consultant who is preparing a quote for AV upgrades to the meeting room. Um, I did hear from Dana today that Friday is the day that the consultant plans to have that proposal for us. So the Building and Grounds Committee will have some uh, reviewing work to do in the near future. Um, and I'm still trying to hire a children's librarian and or convince Katrina to come back to her. <laughs> um, but that's it for me, unless anybody has any questions. Um... I had one question um, about the use of library collections report. I've never, I don't think I've asked this question yet. In the, in the electronic collections overdrive, it doesn't mm -hmm. split off by adult and, uh, and children and teen. Um, do we get that data at all? Uh, it may be theoretically possible to get it. Um, the standard categories that they have for statistical usage go by um, format. So whether it's an EPUB or a Kindle, um, we have a number of, like they split it out in terms of how many holdings you have that fall into each category, but they don't give you holdings and those usage stats without a really deep dive. So I can get those yeah, for not, you, but. No, no, it's not not worth that. It's an idle curiosity to to compare the, you know, the physical collection versus the electronic a little bit more detailed. Um, if they ever happen to make that easy, I'd be curious about that. It is not worth a monumental effort. Okay. I can tell you anecdotally without um, specific numbers that it is largely adult use. Mm -hmm. um, I would say the majority of the use is adult use um, with probably YA being second and then children's having the lowest. That would um, be my guess. Yeah. Yeah. So it would be vaguely what you would expect. Excellent. Okay. Thanks. Mm -hmm. 
right, let me double check. Watch our cool video if you haven't. Yeah, oh, that's what it's for. We're awesome. <laughs> yeah, so I don't know if anybody, if you looked at the YouTube thing that, that uh, NCAT did for the library, it's, it's pretty cool. Oh, I have to admit, I didn't get to the end of it. I sort of got interrupted in the middle. But what I saw was really cool. It had music and everything. Um, it was a lot of fun to make that. My my stomach hurt from laughing by the end because everybody was just such a good sport about it. <laughs> All right. So are there any other questions or comments about the library director's report? Anything that anyone wants to discuss? I just wanted to say I'm excited about Bendable. I was playing around on there. It seems like a really great addition that will, like, well, you mentioned it here, but I think it'll make using some of these other platforms a lot easier for people. We've already seen a bit of a bump in some of our usage stats. So I expect that as more people find out about Bendable, that's going to be even more visible in our statistics because um, it is it's really cool it's really fun I was doing a painting class the other day just painting class trying to figure out how to you know how the like use the database and, and how it works and came across something that was fun and yeah I enjoy it so well, I haven't played with it yet but give it a peek yes all right Thank you for that. There were no other questions or comments about the library director's report. We will move on to the new business, which includes the uh, meeting, the long range planning committee, long range planning subcommittee. There, I finally said it right. Met last night. And I don't know who wants to give the update if Richard wants to it or maybe Jen or just give it I can give I, you a brief update Richard if that's okay with you otherwise fine. yep um and same Brittany if you want to jump in um the subcommittee met last night to review the memorandum of understanding that exists between the board of trustees and the friends um went over it and they do have a recommendation um, based on a discussion and a review of the history of the thing and, and sort of taking into account what the friends would like to happen with the memorandum of understanding. They don't, um, I don't believe we're in a position to put anything forward to you tonight for a vote, uh, because I haven't sent you the memorandum of understanding and they did just meet last night. So everything, the notes are still in draft form. Um, so they'll have to have a second meeting to finalize and approve their minutes, um, which would make their recommendation official. And then, um, it's probably just going to get sent right through town council just really quickly to make sure that everything is good. And then, um, in March, there will be a recommendation for the full board to consider and vote on. All I think right. that was it. <clears throat> Did anybody want to 
add anything to that? Or are we okay? <laughs> Summarize it nicely. Thank you, Jen. All right. So you can look forward to that report next month's packet. Um, and now we get to go to the public use of the internet policy. Technically policies, because for Poli reasons unknown, we have two. Thank you. Yes. I was just going to say <laughs> They policy. do the same thing. They say the same thing. Um, I really had trouble wading through all of that. Like, wait a minute, what am I doing? <laughs> and then I realized it finally dawned. That you really um, did say there were two two policies with the same name. Basically, different language in both, but they pretty much said the same thing. Um, so I would like to just have one policy, if that's okay. Um, so if you look at the clean draft, that's the proposed language. Um, we've tried to make it we've tried to take out language as with the other policies and kind of what we've been doing, taking out language that sounds like we're telling people kind of like how they should act or things that are not policy language in nature. It's just like a recommendation um, and really just paring it down to what we want you to know, what you can do, what you can't do. Um, and then a little bit of information about Things like the computer will automatically restart after 15 minutes and dump all of your information if you don't touch it. Those are things that, you know, the more places we can have them, the better. Um, Pat did send me an email. And Pat, I'm trying to find <laughs> exactly where. Can you help me if you, yeah, you're, um, you had recommended, it was like a two word change. Right. I, I... Of course, I don't have it in front of me, so I'll have to dig it up. But uh, let me look it up. Uh, essentially, ah. it was. Um, well, let me let me go hunt for it. And I'll get a yeah. team. So, if you go down to, um, if you're looking at the policy, there's a bulleted list, and then the next line down, it says library staff can provide general guidance on the use of the internet and installed software. Um, it was a small alteration to that sentence to make it a little bit more clear that library staff will also um, assist in reference work, right? So we can, staff can provide general guidance on the use of internet, installed software and basic searches, I think is what we agreed on or it was something similar. And if Pat finds it, she'll correct me. Yeah. Um, and then the second sentence is what we can't do, which is, you know, house hunt for you, things uh, like that. I found it. Uh, essentially, that particular bullet, what I had proposed was, while staff can assist patrons with basic search guidance, staff cannot perform extensive searches for patrons or resolve problems with personal accounts. Okay. I can repeat that a couple of times, you know, if you didn't get it. Well, staff can, do they yeah. can assist? Patrons with basic search guidance. 
staff, comma, staff cannot perform extensive searches for patrons or resolve problems with personal accounts. And that's just, you know, adding a couple of words to the beginning of that bullet, I think. Okay. So it's a, it's a friendly amendment. It doesn't change the context right. of the policy or anything that is in there. It was, um, like I said, I just, the original wording um, kind of struck me that it sounded like the staff wouldn't help at all. And when Jen and I were discussing it, it was that trying to get the middle ground. Staff will help, but staff isn't going to do the work for you. So yeah. we wanted to get, you know, something that would, you know, pass that on. Anytime I send something to the administrative committee, I give them the directive to try and break it. <laughs> They're very good at, and, and the reason that I want that is because I would rather write it once, prove it once, and have it work than write it, stick to the wording, pass it, find out that it doesn't mean what you thought it means, have issues, and then have to go and rewrite it. So thank you, Pat. I just have one more question, Jen. Mm -hmm. um, I was wondering, I know in the duplicate policy, it was the um, policy for computer and internet, and this one is just internet. Is there a reason for that? No, I think I just went with the title of the doc, one of the documents that was closer to the edits. So it could be computers and internet. I think just because some of the bullet points are not about internet the internet, specific. it would be, yep. again, trying to break it. <laughs> so I want to say, well, I wasn't on the internet when I broke the computer. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> So that could say policy for public use of computers and internet. Library technology, maybe. It's another way of raising the same thing. Sure. Just that I'm having trouble thinking about what what library tech, what else library technology might in, incorporate? Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Like, does that include hotspots or some of the other mm. tech? And maybe do we want to be really specific about this being computers and internet? Maybe for now anyway, because we mm -hmm. do have a lend a hotspot policy yeah. and a laptop yeah. lending mm -hmm. policy. Yeah, you're right. So maybe, okay. yeah. maybe keep it more specific. Yeah. In the next round of updates, those three policies will probably go into one section because there's so much overlap there, but I don't want to do that right now. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> yeah. One question. Um, the One of the older policies that's getting removed ex specifically mentions harassment and harassment isn't mentioned here. Is that covered by the, for example, the patron behavior policy? and so forth, so it's yes. not necessary to spell it out here? 
Yes. Um, and the second half of that one bullet where it says violation of the library's patron behavior policy, including interfering with or disrupting other computer users. Um, and any online behaviors deemed illegal by state or federal law. So online harassment can fall under state mm -hmm. and federal law violations. Um, so we we just took took something that was specific and kind of backed it up and made it a little bit broader okay. just so that it it encompassed a few different things. Works for me, thanks. Yep. Okay. Yeah. This is, I just have one totally minor and not substantive thing, but given that it's the policy on the internet, I think we should go through and have consistent capitalization of the internet throughout the policy um, because it's not, and it probably just never should be. Um, that tends to be like the APA standard, but that's that's yeah. the teacher paper corrector in me. Thank, <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> that was the copy and paste two different documents into one. <laughs> I will go through and fix that. Thank you. Yes, I was, I was looking that before and it said, oh, I see internet uppercase and internet lowercase. But I'm not the copy editor, so and I'm I'm not I'm not the teacher who has to grade papers. Thank goodness. Um any other comments about this questions or concerns? Just again, a thank you to Jen for bringing our policies in line and having more consistency and making making all this information easier to find for our patrons, which keeps staff and other patrons safe. Thank you. All right. That being said, the uh, chair would entertain a motion to accept the draft. Oh, wait. I'm assuming the, the administrative committee, I knew I forgot, are, are, the whole committee is in favor of this policy as amended tonight. I will state for the record, the administrative committee did not meet because we determined that it was simple enough to be handled in the broader meeting. So I think that assumes approval by the administrative committee. Okay. All right, then the chair would be happy to accept a recommendation from someone, a motion from someone to accept the amended and updated policy for public use of computers and the internet. Michelle, I would move that the Board of Trustees accept the updated and amended policy with the updates as mentioned in this meeting, including computer in the title and standardization of capitalization. Thank you. Do I I second it? Thank you, Pat. All right, by roll call vote, all those in favor of accepting the updated policy for the use of computers and the internet. Brittany. Brittany Burns, aye. Mitch. Mitch Cohen, aye. Pat. Pat Fox, aye. Jocelyn McKelleny. Jocelyn McKelleny, aye. Beth Samus. Beth Samus, aye. Richard Tucker. Tucker, aye. And I, Michelle Wheel, also agreed. The motion carries in the affirmative, and the vote is unanimous.
now. I believe that that means that we have to we have to vote to delete the outdated version of this, or does that just get replaced by this new one? I think it just gets replaced because this combined the two. So this one would supersede both. Excellent, thank you. Right into the recycle bin. Um, <laughs> and if we are done with that, um, this always bothers me, it goes back backwards to me. Date of the next meeting. The next meeting is March 12th, 2024. Going to be a remote or in person. Don't we have new business about the um, of December minutes? No, that has to come under any other business because oh. it's old business, technically. Because I, I had the same question earlier and verified in my brain. Um, I know say that March 12th is in person. It is in person. Are we, are we still feeling okay about it? An in-person meeting as we sit here on the bizarre snow day that we sort of had today? I'm okay with it. We're okay. All right. Another snowstorm. Yeah. Right. All right. So the next meeting will be March 12th, 2024 at 7 p.m. And the meeting will be in person. Um, and then... For the any other business that may come before the board, um, we have to be to approve the minutes from the December twelfth, twenty twenty three meeting. Um, I assume you all have them. I'm sure we sent them all out this time. Um, are there any questions or comments about it? If not. If someone would like to move that we accept the meeting of the minutes of the meeting of December 12, 2023, as presented. A motion, anyone? Anyone? So we accept the minutes of December 12th um, meeting as presented. Thank you. Who, who was the second? Beth? Beth Donahue. Thank you. All right, so all those in favor of accepting the minutes from December 12th as presented. Brittany? Brittany Burns, aye. Mitch? I abstain because I was not at that meeting, unfortunately. All right, Pat? At Bonds, aye. Jocelyn McKelleny? Jocelyn McKelleny, aye. Beth Samus? Beth Samus, aye. Richard Tucker. Richard Tucker, aye. I also say aye. The motion carries in the affirmative with one abstention. Um, oh, there we go. And that concludes all of our actual business on the agenda. Um, would someone like to make a motion to adjourn the meeting so moved thank you mitch a second i'll second, second it sorry Brittany wins that one that's fine her name's faster to type okay all right all those in favor of adjourning the meeting at 7 30 
6 p.m. Brittany? Brittany Burns, aye. Mitch Cohen? Mitch Cohen, hello, aye. Pat? <laughs> Pat Fonts, aye. Jocelyn? Jocelyn McKelleny, aye. Beth? Beth Thomas, aye. Richard? Richard Tucker, aye. And Michelle also, Michelle Wehill says aye. Motion carries in the affirmative and is unanimous. This meeting is officially adjourned at 7.36 p.m. Thank you, everybody, for your participation. Great to see you all and look forward to seeing you all in person next month.